Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good evening, and welcome back to 30 Flirty and Perishing with stunning icon, <laughs> DJ Radio Nova, Clara Kavner. Hello. And me, Sophie Lyons. Welcome. <laughs> to 30 Flirty and Perishing. When I get into that talking with that accent, I can't stop. I Hello. Like, do you know what I mean? Hello, chaps. Like my, uh, my first boss in London spoke like that, and so when I'd be imitating her, I'd find it hard to stop. And I feel like when people talk to you in other accents, I tend to have like absorbed their accent. Someone I know, um, his girlfriend is from, I'm not sure from where in the north. And I met her and I couldn't stop imitating her. But like, I just, like, I'd be like, how's it going? Like, are we doing, are we going for dinner and then get a wee pizza and then we're going for that? And then I forget that'd be like someone imitating me to my face. But I can't stop. But then they're being so polite, being like, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, she found it funny, to be honest. Like, I'm like a parrot. How was your week, Clara? My week was really good. I had a lovely time. Yeah. My sister Sophie came over to visit. We love Sophie. We love Sophie. And it was just so magical. It was like my heart's so full. It was great. It was really nice. And my other sister Hannah came down to our new abode in Forest Hill. It's lovely when a guest comes so you can get things ready. So we got the mattress, we got the fridge. Then we got the rooms all set up, reorganized things. So it was nice having that kind of deadline. <clears throat> which was really fab. So I was here from like Thursday to Sunday. So it was just like, I think we just ate our way around London. She's such a sunshine. She is. Oh, I'm her. Yeah, it was amazing. It was I so fun. It's so long. No, it was a great week. Oh my God. And then like Monday was obviously a deep, dark and sweaty place. But you know what? We move, we live. Went it to- actually was dark on Monday, mm, wasn't it? Yeah. And like, you know, on a Monday morning, obviously you're not going to be on time going into the office. And that just shouldn't be a thing anymore. I know, I know. And the like five to seven minute walk back to the overground from here is, you'll find out when you leave here, a, a light incline. Uh, yeah, I walk downhill. Yeah, and you really feel it, especially on a Monday morning when you're, the train's in seven minutes and you have like seven minutes to get there or whatever. Like you have to beat the time to get there. Honestly, I was wogging up that mild incline. And, and you I was like, go over. <laughs> and you have to go over the, the, thing. the crossing. I was wondering that's the worst thing. And why is that? Like, why can't I just live? Because that's the same. Like, why can't I live on the right side of the track? I feel like no one lives on the right side of the track. And you're like, that's fine when you're going home and you appreciate that you just like exit the station and just sail home. I'd rather go up on a way home. Yeah. You're never going to, you're rarely going to be rushing to get home. No, you're always rushing. TV. Exactly. You're always rushing to get on like a sweaty overground. Yeah, like it's like they didn't think about you. 756, <laughs> yeah. Building it. They really weren't. So I was honestly like heaving, panting to get to the overground. And then I was actually earlier, it was delayed. I was just like, <gasps> so yeah, you know, after That's like a big week. That's not a nice start to a week. Yeah, you know, when you go to have a big weekend. Your skin's glowing. Is it? It must be this granny chic lighting. It looks very smooth. This 1970s. So we're not in Sophie's Balinese bathroom. We are now in a new location, our new apartment, which needs a bit of love. But you know what? It's a lovely new project and wonderful space. The woman used to live here. She had quite a sense of style akin to any granny that's ever lived. And I see you're looking at the curtains. Curtains are so expensive. And hers are so short. So like the curtain is just like a normal window, but the curtains stop right underneath the window. What did this used to be? I think this was the spare room. Maybe what for do normal people do? They have long curtains. I think so. And like in all rooms, they're they're all short. She mustn't have wanted the dust. Or just half the price. Probably or maybe that the was latter. just the fashion. Yeah, so we'll have it looking like a Balinese boudoir in no time, hopefully. But the bathroom is something else, I must say. like when we That fir- bog. It's a real talk piece. It's like something out of like, you know, like the MoMA in New York. Like it's wow. real modern art 
It's like, you know, like <laughs> to freeze in Miami, that um, art festival. It's wild, bright colours. That wall. It's amazing. It's like seashells imprinted on it, like that pattern. Yeah, it's a textured wallpaper. It's like Barbie pink. Mm, yeah. Would you call it Barbie pink? Mm-hmm. I, I love it. it. It's great. Because when we first viewed it, we were like, oh, kitchen and the bathroom's got a gut. And then once we kind of spruced it up, <laughs> I was like, we can't get rid of this wallpaper. No, but jewel it's... the toilet and you're done. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes friends, um, Chloe and Hannah sent us this amazing tiger um, oh, bath mat. And it just looks like, you know, those old school um, when they used to like kill the Elvis animals. Would have. Yeah, yeah. But it's obviously like, a, like just a print of it. Yeah. But like between that and the pink, it's just becoming a real like statement piece of a bathroom. So it's like real if tacky. If you that toilet. Yeah, it's can my Trixie imagine, Mattel dream. Can you imagine having a bath in there? I know, with some candles. With some candles. Bubbles, glittery bubbles. Yeah, like a bath bomb. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. It's great. So no, it's just, it's great. And it's nice living in it. And it's lovely having visitors come because it kind of sets you on a path of... We work under pressure. We work under pressure. How was your week? Charlie. I think we go into Jador's and Jadess because oh, yeah, yeah. one of mine is a Jador well, that was basic well that hang on that was basically my Jador was my sister's oh that was great we really had we had a, we had a big sister Saturday on a the, real honker day a honker day and your sister joined us actually for a bit so that was even more yeah, I was really elevated the day you were sadly away so we just we had lovely long walks to, from pub to pub <laughs> and then had a lovely dinner on the Saturday night in Cafe Cecilia's in London Fields anyone who is anyone should go there it's amazing and we just had it was just I felt really enriching we hadn't had a sister weekend in ages like Sophie hadn't been in London since last September like an uninterrupted vibe yeah yeah and it was great to have like Soph's and Hannah stay here as well because yeah. then we were like all in it it wasn't like where are you I'll meet you there you know it's Get nice having everyone under one roof and um, it was great for them to spend a lot of time with Mick so yeah just delighted that's lovely yeah Anyway, sorry, your door. My door is we went to Budapest for the weekend. Yes. And have you been? I have. And it's Buddha and Pest. I know. No one knows that. Nobody talks the about Danube, that. The Danube. The Buddha and Pest straddle, straddle the Danube. Or the Danube. Danube. The Danube. I don't know. <laughs> Such um, historic values there. Very grey city. We had a great time. Yeah. There is kind of like an ominous vibe to it. I think it's like that kind of Eastern European thing. Like, mm. like when you're not out in the, in the like vibey night bits, it's quite, it is quite quiet. Interesting. I was like 19. But it was I like really good weekend. It was really fun. But we went, sorry, but with all the Roman influences, like, you know, all the baths and stuff, you expect it to be kind of Italian, but then it is actually a bit like Eastern. Oh, I was very expecting sort of Viking. Yeah, yeah. In my yeah. head. The baths are... <laughs> this isn't my Jador. The, ba- <laughs> the baths there are... Did you go? We went to one of them, yeah. It's like going to Glen Alban in Storgan. <laughs> oh. It's like kind of like an ancient in... one. No, no, it is like kind of ancient. But like you go in and it's like kind of like a public swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. They have no time to tell you where anything is. They literally <laughs> like go through there. And then they were like, you can rent towels. So we were like, grand. We went in and we were like, can we get two towels? And they were like, we're sold out. And like we didn't have anything, not anything. And I was like, "Well, you're, can you not rent them here?" And they were like, "Sold out." And then the only thing you could do was buy one, and like the prices of it on principle, I was like, oh, "I am not no. buying a, a Budapest bath towel." Like, no, no. So then my friend Jesse, I was with, was like, "We're gonna have to use my jumper." So we, it was the most unluxurious experience. We changed That's outside with lockers, so we like had our swimwear on. And then we like kind of made a run for it. So we threw all our clothes into the lockers with your key. Your key is on your wrist. Yeah. And then like kind of clobbered in. And then we had a nice time in the hot bath. It was it was the lot of people in there. And then when it came time to leave, we kind of waddled back out and got our clothes. And then I had all my belongings in my hands and no towel and no flip flops. Oh. And then she was like putting on these new boots she got, like not rushing at all. And then we went inside. So my trotters, I'm very careful about my trotters and public spaces. <laughs> there was no like changing rooms or anything. We had no towels. So we used her very expensive like woolen jumper to pat ourselves down. It was oh. so disgusting. It was so funny though. It was so funny. But, but you know when you're there and you're like, I'm not going to turn back now. We no, it was hilarious. In. It actually probably was my favorite part. <laughs> Um, but it's not glamorous. Sorry, the Jador part. Mm. In a nutshell, we were at this rooftop bar 
there was this woman sitting beside us and it was like a circular thing outside and she looked like she was having a really nice afternoon to herself she had a glass of wine and she got like a starter yeah. and then she got another glass of wine and then she got more food and then we were like having a nice time and then it kind of got dark and then I noticed she was taking selfies on her phone and I was like oh she's like probably a bit late taking a few selfies like sending them to people and then it went from like her taking selfies to her talking to someone on the phone like she was on FaceTime so her back was to the glass wall of the, the rooftop bar and yeah. it was curved but then she started kind of looking at her phone like as if she looked like she was seducing someone and she like kind of had her hand like on like under her chin and she was like kind of her eyes were like opening as if she was kind of getting a bit aroused then she was like kind of biting her finger and like nodding her head and I was like Jessie I was like what is your one doing behind you like there's something going on on her phone and I was like telling her when to look and so Jessie looked and I was like what is that and Jessie clocked the reflection in the the glass (gasps) the woman was on like FaceTime to a guy I don't know how to say this PC like masturbating no in a public place no and she was encouraging him so she was like yes oh yeah and had her airpods in but she was like "Mm." and he it was really fast like what he was doing vigorous vigorous and this woman came over to take a picture not not a bother on your one she just kept going and then when it finished like jesse and i couldn't stop laughing and then when it finished she got up smiling like a dog and walked out of the rooftop bar so we could see it in the reflection. It was oh so funny. Oh my god! I was like, I've never seen that. And she was delighted with herself. Oh I had so many questions. Gosh. I was like, is this on? Um, what's that thing like chat roulette or? Or is or it her boyfriend? Or is, or is it, he like downstairs in the room? No idea. Did it's she some know the guy? Thing. Was she having a drink to like, you know, is she getting paid? Was she having a drink before to like calm her nerves of someone who's paying her to like? So many questions. I know. It was so funny. I've oh never seen something God. like that. Can you imagine going on FaceTime in public to oh someone you may God. or may not know masturbating? In, and it was wild. Oh my God. But like to not think, to not clock that the reflection was in the oh, back. We couldn't stop laughing and his willy was huge. Oh my God, no way. Yeah. Anyway, that's my door. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reflections of willies. Oh my God. What's your test? Whoa. I know. Oh, my, this is a bit of a gear change. Sorry. My no, no, I'm sorry. My test is Facebook. I just hate it. Oh, yeah. I just I've had to dinosaur. use why I've had to use it. I'm like over the years have been like managers of pages or in control of pages, and I'm trying to like remove myself. I go on Facebook every day because they click me with the memories. And I just want to see my memories. Oh, I love my memories. And also the birthdays. That's the only but that's I, all I do. For yeah. And I'm registered, obviously, as a daily active user because I... Love birthdays. But love birthdays and love memories. memories. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I've been, I haven't been to the homepage of my Facebook in I don't know how long. I haven't been on anyone else's profiles, whatever. And this, I know they did it like a year ago and I know I sound like a granny. It's so co- complicated now. There's like so much information everywhere. There's also like the marketplace. There's now a dating thing I saw. Oh, give over. I don't know it's like is. they've expanded it so much now that there's like a billion people on it. But it's like you actually can't. I don't know how people use this as a service. It's totally changed from what I used to be. And like, so I was manager of like three different pages and I was trying to get rid of myself on these three pages. Yeah. And it was different for every single one. One would let me do it. Perfect. The other two, I had to get other people. It was just like the most, it made me feel like a real dum-dum and it wasn't fair because I know how to use things, but this is such a cluttered platform. I don't know who uses it or why. And if they didn't have me by the balls with the birthdays and the memories, I'd be fucking deleting that shit. Like there was no tomorrow. I keep it for the marketplace. The mar- yeah, actually, sorry, that's how you we got our fridge. You could use the trinket bits. Yeah, that's how we got our fridge. Oh, so, it's yeah, so now, antiquated. Do you remember how cool Facebook used to be? Like? I know. And do you know what my memory today was on Facebook? Clara Kavna, 2009, is trying to work Facebook. Oh, yeah, do you remember you could say what you were doing? <laughs> yeah, and then underneath it... Is, is hungover AF. Yeah, yeah, and then underneath it, so Clara Kavna's trying to work Facebook. And then underneath it, my cousin writes, You can do it, babe! X. <laughs> was she like, joking? No! No, no. So it's just I, I, I'm annoyed that I have to use it because of those reasons. Marketplace, it's birthdays, so weird. Memories. It used to be like so superior, and now people are like, oh. I know. It's like Snapchat. 
I know. It's not weird. Like Snapchat used to be like full blown go to, uh, and you would like live stream. You wonder what'll happen now? Is going to be be real? Will Instagram become defunct? Like TikTok? I'm not. I won't be on TikTok or be real. I've enough. I lo- yeah, I've enough on my plate. But like you know, things go out of fashion. <laughs> I'm like, busy. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought face Facebook lasted ten years and then. But when they introduced stories on Instagram, people were like, "I am not putting stories on Instagram mm. now." Look. Now look at me. Bloody Zucker B. What are you testing? Did you see... Sorry, we've obviously just had Halloween weekend. So this is going to come out next week. So a mm-hmm. week and a bit after. But I love looking at celebrity Halloween costumes. Mm. I just find it really therapeutic. It's fun. Mm. And P. Diddy's one was terrifying. Did you see his? Yeah. Up, the Joker. Apparently he stayed in, in character all night. Ew. It was really creepy. It was really creepy. That's not on my test. Did you see what Heidi Klum did? Oh my God, the worm. I honestly, I saw it for about three seconds and I literally, I, fe- I felt violated. No, I'm not joking. I had to hide it anytime it came up and I was like, I can't get that out of my head. Did you see when she took it off but it was still on her face? No. It's like, it's like she's like a rolled up like rasher. Oh, so it's so gross. But then one of the girls sent it to me in a message and I was like, I can't believe you just sent me that. I was trying to hide from it. It is uh. sick. It's sick. But I think with her, because her brand is now Halloween costumes. If from her side, if I was on her team, they're like, this is, we gotta get, we gotta get weird. Because where else do you take it? Like, that was like something that, that made. was vulgar. It was vulgar. Jeez, there were such good memes about it. Because you know the way when she's oh. in that episode of Sex and the City where she, Carrie falls on the catwalk and Kylie oh, Kim yeah. walks over. There's this meme with Carrie falling down on the catwalk and the worm going over her. See, that sounds funny, but it's not because that costume is so insulting. <laughs> I know, yeah, it was banging. That made me upset. That was my test. Yeah. It was gross to look at. It was minging. But I think, like, fair play. Like, and then, how did she pee? She must I have don't care. A- oh, oh, it was honestly grotesque. <laughs> and I never want to see weird. photos of it again. How weird was it? Me and Nikki were talking about this. There was three Marge Simpsons this Christmas. Ooh. This Halloween. So there was Cardi B did it. Oh. Lizzo did it. Oh. And then James Kavanagh did Marge when she is in her Chanel outfit. Oh my God, what fun. How weird is that? Like, they're obviously not in cahoots with each other. That's just a coincidence. That's so weird, of course they are. Lizzo's was the Jade best. Jade from Little Mix dressed up as her one year. Oh and my her God. boyfriend, I think, dressed up as Sideshow Bob. Oh, very good. And she fully painted herself yellow. So yes, okay, Halloween, the worm, had Dumb. gloom, gross. Gross. I kind of think fair play, respect. I don't want to look at you. I wish she kept just the head, the little like noodly top. I'd love She's to be in her brainstorming. On the ground. Let's be a worm. <laughs> There's so many more things she could have done. Oh, I feel sick thinking about it. I must say, I couldn't give two fucking shits about Halloween. I like the dress up. I'm not one of those people who like is like planning ages in advance, but I think it's fun. I think it's I like know. really fun when you're a kid and I think that's yeah. why I like it because my mum made it really fun. Yeah. With like, my mum still decorates the house and stuff. I think that's where I like it from. Yeah, yeah. And we had like really good parties. Oh, Jesse's Instagram on Halloween on the night and it was um, the, little the little boys in, yeah, in, in fireman costumes and then their little brother in the middle and his little donation. I love when people dress up babies as pumpkins. Oh, it's so cute. It is so cute. I remember I saw a photo once of someone put their baby in a pumpkin. That's the dream. It you was see, very you, you Anne, need that commitment. It was very Anne Giddy. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember all those babies and pops? Oh, what's that her name? Yes. You know, when uh, Al McPherson and French's like, Joey, that's Anne Giddy. She's a famous <laughs> honest. And he's like, I'm sure it's a famous baby. <laughs> This episode is going to be coming out on the 8th, but we had planned a while ago something that we wanted to talk about, which was 11-11, so the 11th of November. Mm-hmm. Now, I think I've only started doing this maybe in the last six months or something, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure where I got it from. I'd heard people every now and again being like, make a wish at 11-11. Yeah. And I kind Ain't of started... Sure. Yeah. But I didn't look that much into it. Like, I started doing it. But I kept seeing 11-11. Like, I felt like mm. every time I'd look at the computer when I was working or my phone, it would be like 11-11. Like, I would happen to look at it then. And what we wanted to talk about was 11-11 and numerology. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of spooky. And in a good way. spooky time of year. In a good way. 
Okay, so I did a bit of Googling. Because I do the wish at 11.11 and I I take the full minute to make the wish. Do you? Yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like use the full minute. Are you writing a list or are you focusing on the one wish? Obviously don't tell me because it won't come true. Oh no, I won't tell you. Are you repeating the wish? So you're like, I really want a dog, I really want a dog. I would do, it's probably about two or three things and I'll probably repeat them. Slowly enough, but I like to use the full minute. It's like a minute silence in my head. Of wishing. Yeah. And I also do it at one minute past one, a.m. and p.m. Oh. If I just see loads of ones together. Yeah. Any opportunity to get myself a wish, I'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) So I started looking it up and there's loads of bits in here. And like, I feel like I want to be a numerological witch. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What I found was, do you find yourself glancing at the clock at the same time every day? Yes, I do. Mm. I've been seeing 11-11 or some people say one... 11 as you said um or some people see 222 333 etc sometimes people think it's just a random coincidence yeah other people think it's a message from the universe i'm the latter me too definitely (laughs) so there's a growing amount of people who believe that these numbers that you see direct see regularly are direct message coming from the universe i love that anyway Imagine the universe sending a message. Yeah. Imagine the universe being like, come on, hello, sign after sign, and you're just not listening. That's like those unbelievable rom-coms where someone's (laughs) passed away and they're talking to them, and you can't hear them. It is, yeah. yeah. I love those movies. So they've broken it down into what they mean, and the 11-11 thing is so fabulous. If you see 1-11 or 11-11... It means that whatever you are thinking about is in the process of becoming. Ooh. How fab is that? And I have to say, most of the stuff I've put out there, I think have worked. That's really interesting because it's almost like when you wish for something and you believe it's going to come true in with our powers of manifestation or whatever. It's and, there's, and there's no doubt because you know when the clock strikes 11-11, my wish is going to come true. Well, that's kind of like what the secret and all manifesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bear with. <laughs> okay. It is a great reminder to keep your thoughts positive. The 111 is like the bright light of a flashbulb. It means, I love this, that the universe has just taken a snapshot of your thoughts and is manifesting them into form. Yes, please. Yeah. So some people can be susceptible to the one, the two, etc. Wow. And then 11.11, they're saying also is people who tend to be positive and do healing work in the world. It's a message to continue to do your best. And if you're in a job which doesn't light up your soul, that's so us, move on to something that feels more authentic to you. So that's the 1.11. Then the 2.2.2. So 2.22. I know nothing about these It's fabulous. (laughs) So 2.22 is a sign of new beginnings and hope. It lets us know that things are about to change and that we need to keep taking action when it comes to making our dreams come true. Wow. Yeah, so that could be like this 22nd of February. It could be the time. 2.22. Oh, we missed that 2.22 and the 22nd of... 2.22 this year of 2022. That would have been a mega day. Oh, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, that's really irritating. Um, It tells us to keep going and not to quit just before the miracle happens. You know the old saying, it's always darkest before the dawn. Florence and the Machine says that. <laughs> That's the message 222 is trying to import. Okay, so number one, 111 is make your wish. Number two is don't give up, keep going. Yeah, 111 is like, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. 222 is don't stop believing, okay. if you will. 333. Three, three. If you think of the number three as an equilateral triangle, it's perfectly even. The three sides signifying body, mind, and spirit. Ooh. Oh, very Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. <laughs> three is all about balance and self-care. When we see 3.33, often we are out of balance. If you keep glancing at the clock and it says 3.33, take it as a sign that you need to step back and examine your life. Ask yourself, what does my body need? Is it more rest, more movement, nourishment? What does my mind need? Is it healing, meditation? What does my spirit need? Do you need to step into your power? Let someone go, move forward. Ask yourself these questions and answer them honestly. Father, son, house of culture. Yeah, and it's all about bringing yourself into better alignment. Okay. Isn't this fabulous? This is amazing. And it gives like the numbers a whole new meaning. Yeah, and then you can do your own numbers, which I've done. 
So 444. This means that thousands of angels surround you at this moment, loving and supporting you. Aww. Some people aren't sold on the whole angels concept, but you could interpret it a bit differently. It is a message to say that all is well. 444. Four, four, four. Isn't four, that four. nice? Beyonce is Oh yeah, the Ivy, Ivy. Ivy. And like she's born on the 4th. He is. He's he? born on the fourth. Their they anniversary is the fourth. fourth. Her mum's birthday. There's loads of fours. And then, Blue like, Ivy. Blue Ivy. She yeah. has the Ivy tattoo. Mm. Illuminati vibes. Yeah, so, so 444 is the angel number. Means that thousands of angels surround you at this moment. Wow. It means that all is well. So it's saying relax. You have nothing to fear with regard to your life work and soul purpose. Everything is as it should be. Well, that is obviously very true for Beyonce. Bay. Well, except for when she had that fake bump. You are doing what you should be doing and you're doing it properly. Keep at it. So it's like an encouraging one. Okay. And then it stops at five. So five, five, five is the number of massive change. While change can be scary and almost all of us prefer our tried and true routine, change is the way we want to learn, grow and evolve. When you see five, five, five repeatedly, it means that positive things are about to be swept your way. Hold on tight and don't be scared. You can handle it. Oh, what do you think? That sounds like a little metaphor, metamorphosis one. Yeah, Hilary Duff. Remember she had that album. Metamorphosis. I really like that because, like, I I only really knew the one one one. I didn't, I didn't know, know the, the others. The two two twos and the three threes and the four. I kind of knew a bit from Beyonce's influence. The four, but like five. Do you see any of those numbers? I see. I saw the one 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 today. And do you remember I sent you an audio earlier? It was one one one. Yeah. The, sorry, the time of the voice moment was one one one. And then my emails earlier when I sent them to you were one one one. Yeah, get wishing, girl. I know I'm trying so hard. Doing all my wishing. I'm doing all my wishing on my <laughs> genie lamp. <laughs> so then we want to focus on one 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 because this is November. We're talking about the eleventh of November. Mm-hmm. It's the number we like to see mm-hmm. manifestation station. So at what, 11-11 on the 11th of the 11th? Oh my God, I need to set that on my clock. Yeah, so set your alarms, girls. What day will that be? Friday. Friday. Okay. Friday at 11 minutes past 11. That's like ultimate wishing. That's like supreme Wishing hour. That's like supersizing wishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you close your eyes when you wish? Yeah. I think I do too. Some people write it down. I think writing down is very powerful. That's how I get things into my brain by writing down. I can't do technology. I can't like write my phone. I need to no, write it down. No, I hate writing on my phone. I tend to do yeah, it as yeah. well. I think there's something psychological that goes on. Because you kind of put it out there. Because you put it out there, yeah. Interesting. They said when you manifest, you probably should just write down a piece of paper. Mm. So I looked into manifesting then, which is essentially the laws mm. of attraction. Yes. I haven't read The Secret. and There's a movie on Netflix, Save Yourself. Is it good? A book. It's a bit old 90s documentary style like it's it's a little bit like an infomercial you know they have all these ridiculous stories you know Sammy was eight years of age and he wanted a bike so he wished for it. like parts of it seem really made up I've seen it like two or three times the contributors that they have that do it that have all written like all these best-selling novels and best-selling books and then they all they've all gone on to have massive careers like the guy who wrote Chicken Soup for the Cell he's in it oh he now does all this medi- uh, manifestation books and he that's now his whole thing and he speaks at loads of events so like there is science to it but there's just a lot of like it's just a bit of a dated movie but it's it'll definitely give you the get you in the mindset for it it's a documentary yeah it's uh how do you describe this it's like they're telling the story and telling you what to do with how you how to use the secret and then they have all these examples along the way and then they have like experts and doctors and phd people to be honest my personal experience of it is Sorry, they make it a little bit complicated that they almost over explain it. So then you're kind of like, what happens to me with manifesting is I let doubt creep in. And as soon as doubt goes in, oh, it well, won't that's happen. one of the things. I think because it was almost like over explained to me, probably from me watching it too many times. Did you watch it loads because you wanted? I have the book as well. I went through a big manifestation phase about 10 years ago. Um, But the process was... It might be a concept that we are kind of familiar with. But the process of it focuses on the 2006 best-selling book, The Secrets. This sold more than 30 million copies. And it's something that thought leaders, including Deepak Chopra, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle. He's amazing. Who's he? 
He's a very small little man who makes you rethink the world. Oprah loves him. Oh, this was what I found on Oprah. Oh, there you go. Is he like a spiritual guy? Very, very spiritual. Oh, okay. I can't even... His concepts are so huge, but so simple. I can't explain. Oh, I'm going to look him up. Gabrielle Bernstein and Oprah. They've spoken about <laughs> it. And for the record, they all agree that you really can manifest things. Mm. Okay, so there's steps to manifesting. Let's go. These are actually... They're really simple, but they make sense. You have to keep in mind that it doesn't happen overnight. Although manifesting is about turning your dreams into reality, it does require you to take proactive steps. So instead of just saying like, I wish I find a boyfriend and get married in the next two years, mm. you obviously have to go out on the dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not just going to knock <laughs> on your door. He's not going to knock on your door and say, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to do active steps towards whatever you desire. And it won't, like, just don't expect it to happen instantly. And Fair it's enough. a lengthy process. So, five steps to manifesting. Step number one, be clear on what you want. Mm-hmm. Could be quite a small, could be kind of big. Yeah. Some people say, what was that rock? Sorry, not rock. What was that crystal? Malvadite. Moldavite. Moldavite. That's kind of a manifesting crystal. That's it. Yeah, what Muriel was saying in our crystals episode was that it's like, um, it's like you shed this things. It's a big change crystal, so... It'll get rid of stuff that you don't really need to bring you closer to where you want to be, which is often what you want to manifest. Okay. <laughs> Maybe having one of those will help. So be clear on what you want. Two, clear out your limiting beliefs. Eradicate fears that are holding you back and acknowledge that you're worthy for this change and to get mm. something. Again, if you want to find the boyfriend and get married, mm. acknowledge that you deserve someone to love you. Yeah. You're lovable. And you're worthy. You're worthy. Don't go him. looking for a boyfriend to give you worth yeah don't settle don't go oh i'll be happy when When i I have that boyfriend and that he'll make me feel worthy as a person because i'm a loser when i'm single yeah you have to be like i'm worthy now that's the self-limiting belief when you think that a person will validate you yes queen three let go release your disbelief this is the hard part yeah i get that that you'd be like no this makes no sense Mm. that's number three Four, practice patience. Again, it's not going to happen overnight. Do things yeah. every day or whatever. If we're doing the boyfriend example, set up a date. Mm. Flirt. Dress Take up. like, they always say, uh, take intuitive action. So if you get a whim to go to a coffee shop, go to the coffee shop. You know, if you get a good feeling to I do something. That. And five, be ready to receive. The final step is to have the patience to be really relaxed, believing that the universe will bring, bring you exactly what you want and desire. To be in that presence, knowing that you are ready to receive. You're in the presence of knowing what you want. Yeah. It's powerful. And another, t- uh, uh, leading on from that, I, I remember Oprah, she was interviewing some fella. And he said, You're one. rather than viewing it as attracting, view it as becoming the vibration. So if you want a job, okay, you have to elevate to the vibration of, the job that you want. So say like a promotion. Like I don't want to be a junior anymore. I want that to be a senior. So you start acting like that. It's a bit like fake to make a dress for the job you want. Whatever. But start acting at that like. I'm ready for the responsibilities that that senior role will give me. So you become the the vibration. So you admit it. And like 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 attracts like. So it will come to you. So it's just a ba- basically like a play on rather trying to attract it to you, you're actually admitting it. That makes sense. I love that. So you're actually, I'm on that level. Because rather than, yeah, because I, I, I sometimes find the attraction side of it, you're like, you're trying to attract it, so you're like, gimme, 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 gimme. The, the reason why you could attract something but not be able to keep it. So you could do an amazing vision board and do an amazing uh, attraction process, but when you get it, you lose it or you can't handle it what Oprah's uh, friend was saying I'll dig it out and put it in the show notes but he was saying in order to attract it and keep it you have to act like that level got it that is so you can handle it and you can keep it yeah it is fake basically it's fake also you'll get the job because people think you're ready then is that right 100% yeah and but but to put it into the the example you were using of the attracting a boyfriend it's funny right so you could attract yourself a partner but you might have attracted the wrong partner. You might have been going into it, like we were saying, for the wrong reasons, going, 
oh, I want a partner for status. I want someone to cuff, cuff to for the winter season for the wrong reasons. And then like you're trying to find something that should be in yourself from other people. So you're you're outsourcing. Whereas if you become the vibration, it it comes to you. So to use the example of like, oh, a boyfriend will give me self-worth. People will think I'm worthy of love if I have a boyfriend. So you go and lasso any man from the street or attract whoever. You'll attract <laughs> that vibe. I hope this is making sense. I'm Whereas if you embody the self-worth that you know and deserve and you you're should an have, you're acting like the icon that you are, that will attract to you. Because people will be like, fuck, she's an icon. So yes, yeah, so you're, but you're attracting, your world is what you attract. That was an so explosion. Right how, yeah, yeah, so how you feel about yourself and how, like, you know, some people get treated awfully by friends or lovers or family lovers, partners. <laughs> That's really a reflection of how they see themselves, how they think they should deserve to be treated. Does that make sense? Yeah. The people in your life are a reflection of how, like, you see yourself and the relationships that you have. I love that. So it's, I think it's about becoming the vibration. I love that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, side note for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> when I was looking at this and it's all like numerology and I was reading and I was like, this sounds, I've heard this somewhere. <laughs> Janice Richards' husband, Aaron, who uh, caused a real story. <coughs> is it Kyle Richards? No, Denise. Denise Richards is in Beverly Hills. Where have you been? Sorry, <laughs> Jesus. You need, it's explosive. <laughs> Series nine, she's so fun and like calm and she talks about like getting her husband happy ending. Series 10, she like literally is like, I never want to talk about anything like that ever again. And she's they, born again. Oh yeah. But basically her now husband, Aaron, is really into numerology and like what they got married on a specific date because it meant infinity and all these things. He loves numerology. Now on the show, he comes across a bit odd. Like some of the stuff he says is a bit weird. He's sexy though, but Aaron loves numerology. That was just a side note. Don't really know why I told you that. <laughs> I'm obviously a bit more into manifesting than I have thought or remember. I think you're a bit of a manifestation monster. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, a, I found this really amazing girl. She's on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Her name is Iris Daly, and she's got an insane following on TikTok. But she she does a lot around like crystals and meditation or whatever. And she had tips on writing out your manifestation. So you you did the process of how to manifest. But when you're writing out what you want, she has great tips. So you write down what you want and you kind of like say it's a new house or whatever. You write it down and then she says you like read it back to yourself aloud. And then that's what I was saying, like take the intuitive action. So it's like three steps. So you write it down, you read it back to yourself and you you feel the emotion of having it. And then you take intuitive action. So just like listen to your gut or whatever. Okay. When you're writing it out describe it in like great detail and not in like you know if you're describing a partner or whatever it's you can't go into like you know if he's not if he's six foot three and he's not six foot ten you know like a job would be what you want to be doing yeah or like kind of like you can go into detail but like and she said if you're sorry trying to manifest love 
always write I want to be in mutual love with this person because you can attract that you're in love with them but they're not in love with you so always if you're doing anything oh, with love if you're God. doing anything with love write mutual so you write it down and then yeah get excited get really really excited sorry that's kind of sweaty I'm myself. you get sweaty so what you say is when you're in oh yeah, yeah sorry when you write what you want you say you put it in this order so first of all when you're writing your manifestation you say that you're grateful and you do it in the present tense you go i am so grateful and you say in where in your body you would feel the excitement or the happiness so you'd be like my cheeks are flushed my tummy's fluttering uh face is warm whatever now that i am x okay so gratitude where in your body you feel the excitement and the happiness and whatever around that I am X. Okay. That I have a car, that I have this. Yeah, you write that out. And then when you're reading it back, force yourself to like get excited. So you'd be like, I am so grateful. My face is worn now that I have my new car. And then when you're reading it back, you're like, my tummy is flipping or like my tummy is tingling now that I have my new baby blue Mercedes convertible. My new bejeweled <laughs> toilet. <laughs> yeah, so it's like you have to put the, the, what she says is the emotion is like the engine. So you have to get yourself feeling the feeling, being on that vibration of having it now. It's not I will be happy when, it's like I have it now. So Iris Day. Oh my God, I Olympic. can't wait to look her up. Yeah, there you go. Oh, stunning improv. <laughs> I have a treat for you that I did on the old calculator earlier. Okay. And I did our life path numbers. Okay. So stemming from numerology, this represents who you are at your core and the person you are spending this lifetime learning to become. Oh. I feel like we need like a crystal ball or something. I know. I had a crystal. So you're really going to enjoy this. What you do is you get the digits of your birthday. So you're 161927. Of life path numbers. So okay. one means something, two means something. So your number is six. Okay. Is that the devil's number? No. <laughs> so six is one of the most positive numbers within numerology. No way. Yeah. Not given to extremes, the six is well balanced, happy and optimistic. They can be a little conventional. Are you a little conventional? Uh, am I? Well, yeah, I, I suppose so. Commercial to others, yeah. Preferring routine, old friends and tried and true, but they're not boring or uptight. No way. Six personalities love peace and equilibrium. Totally. They just want everyone to get along. Totally. They will always step in to try and moderate disagreements and are great negotiators. Am I? You can trust a six. (laughs) I love that it's a six to do the right thing. And they're often very successful. Of course, since the good things in life come to them so easily, then they can get a little self-absorbed. Oh, I didn't read this part. This is a bit sassy. Oh, read me like a book. And take their blessings for granted. <laughs> burn. Whoa, burn. The life path burns you. <laughs> they are also pl- prone to worrying. Remember, yeah. remember to count. This is so sassy. Remember to count your blessings, little six. <laughs> so then I did mine, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder what I'll get." So mine was okay. one plus nine plus one plus two plus one plus nine plus nine plus one. That number I got was also 33. And no. I'm also six. No! Yeah. <laughs> Some of mine is Weird. Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that interesting? I was like, I wonder what I'll get. Yeah. But you can look up all the numbers. So it's like one, two, three. I love wow. that. Remember to count your blessings, level six. <laughs> Sachet. I love that. <laughs> we can put in our box. Isn't it fabulous though? Okay. We'll count your blessings. I mean, yeah, fair. Some of the stuff, though, like, some of it's kind of insulting. (laughs) It's kind of like you're a bit conventional and, like, you like routines. So, like, you don't really like trying new things. That's not true. Step in and try and moderate. 
Mm. Self-absorbed. <laughs> um, can you blame me? Watch yourself, little sick. <laughs> I so love doing good. that, but you can look up your own um, and you do it by the digits of your birthday. And it's then interesting because then you can do other people's numbers and see oh. if it makes sense in the laws of attraction. Very good. I kind of want to do what Denise Richards' husband does. My sister did, a, she went to a numerologist and it's basically like an astrology you, reading. You guys... Yeah, we've been to Where a lot of spiritual them? healers. Yeah, I've been to an astrologist and a shaman, a run-of-the-mill therapist. And <laughs> your bog standards. Just your bog standards. Um, what else? Acupuncture. Well, that's kind of fine. Oh, and Merle, my crystal lady. I can't believe she went to a numerologist. What did your one... Oh my God, it, I want to go. It was, it was almost like an astrology thing. But for the more... I think if you're a bit dubious of the astrology things, numerology is the one for you. It's, I think it's deeply root, rooted in the Jewish faith. But I'd have to go back to, like, or it's something it's from that era. I'm going to have to fact it's check. It's deeply rooted in the Jewish faith. I'm gonna, I, I, <laughs> I, I would have, have to, uh, that could be fake news, but I th- it's somewhere of that, like, that Moses era. <laughs> like, somewhere back there. The Red Sea, part of the Red Sea vibe. Yeah, the Star of David, I think, is involved. I think there's something like, it, it's an ancient ritual or like an ancient process of... I would have loved to be alive in those days. Me too. Newgrange would sort me I out. I hate Newgrange. Why? It's... I meant like over in Jerusalem. I did oh. not mean in bloody Kildare. <laughs> the Boyne where Valley. Is, where is Newgrange? The Boyne Valley me. Me, I was close enough. No, but like, sorry, what they did, like that's but sorry, it, that's an architectural oh. dream, right? <laughs> Is it the solstice? I meant a bit more, kind of like, oh, um, right. you know, kind of down by by the river of Babylon type vibe. Okay, yeah, where you more River Nile, pots on the head. Oh yeah, tropical yeah. vibes, simple like me, man, you woman, that kind of vibe. Okay, yeah, and the feather fans, feather fans, grapes in your mouth, like you kind of like Cleopatra. <laughs> Correct. Like, kind of like a glam Pocahontas. Stunning. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you're saying And you're like a nice. new Grange pagan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be pra- pagan with, like, moss in my teeth. And, like, no shoes. <laughs> oh, And no. you'd have, like... I wouldn't know what a shoe was. You'd be like, what is that on your trot? <laughs> like, you'd be like, this person over there, they they wear something around the trot. <laughs> but Why I see no free? use. But it does not touch floor. <laughs> Floor made of clay. Clay nourish and exfoliate feet. Why wear shoes? Why wear this clo- this material around this your trot? material, yeah. I'd be like... Um, That's or, the way you talk as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I'd be like brushing my hair with like an antler. <laughs> and you'd be... combing your moustache. With like a dead, dried, like insect. Insect, yeah. And instead of toothpaste, like you'd be using like um, <laughs> egg foam <laughs> from like a local turkey. <laughs> and antlers, the best thing ever. You're like an Irish Flintstone. <laughs> That's so me. Brush my, my hair with an antler. <laughs> I'd be like a carpenter. You'd use an actual dead bird as like a hair clip. Yeah, like for, like, for like the claws would be rigor mortis. Out, yeah, the claws would be rigor mortis, and then you'd just be kind of pulling it back. Yes, <laughs> Two yeah. Two birds joined together, and it wouldn't be a fancy bird. It'd be like a rat, robin oh no, it'd be or a, a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a pigeon. I, I draw the line at pigeon. Oh, it would be a pigeon. Oh, fuck off. No, You're no, no, no. in Newgrange. Where are you going to get a robin? A lovely red breast I and could find. And then you would just do like, <laughs> what else could you do? You'd paint your nails with a stone. <laughs> and like liquid muck. So you'd like dip the stone in liquid muck and then paint your paws and you'd be absolutely chuffed. Then you'd wear your torque. I would. Your torque would be for the, the town hall meetings. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I was the Bronze Stupid Age. Torque. Do you remember yeah. all my torques? I'd say I'd have a good one though. I remember our teacher in school was talking about these torques for ages and I, I couldn't grasp it. And then she was like, We're having a test. And I was like, I can no longer feel stupid about this subject. It was about Stonehenge. And Is torque, and, uh, torque like a fancy brooch? No, I think it goes around. <laughs> no, I, even... I think it goes around your neck. I don't know. Oh, like but all big... this shit, and I didn't understand it. And I was like, Sophie, you were going, you're spending three hours doing this. I spent all of study one day, like I think I was like two hours 
going through <laughs> the bloody torques and the neus or whatever. I don't even know what it was. And I still failed. Oh, fuck. I couldn't grasp what the torque... The it was torture. <laughs> Brushing your hair with an antler is the best thing ever. Alive or dead? You'd be... <laughs> Imagine running after a deer. Go fetch like... me a deer. I need to brush my hair for tonight. It's so funny. Oh, God. Thank you so much for listening to this week's TFMP. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget about manifestation. Oh, yes. Remember, this Friday. 11.11. Set your alarm for like 11.09 so you have a few minutes to I get ready. I think 11am. Give themselves a good 10 minutes to prep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. You know, we always need more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yourself in a quiet, maybe like run off to the bog in case your manager or something's going to annoy you. Oh my God, yeah, because you need to close your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Go to the throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go somewhere quiet. Close your door. Pretend you're on a call. Put your headphones in. Use the full minute. Yeah, wish, wish, wish. Be clear. Intention. Knock out those bad thoughts and be ready to receive. Ready to receive. That's what you got to do. Make your big fat wish. And if you want to have some fun, do your life path. It's really fun. Yes, do. Even and though I said I was off. So. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Be careful, little six. Yeah, and we hope you enjoyed the guest series of trio of guests we have. If you want to go back and listen to them, you can listen to Dr. Emma Fanning, curing all your skin problems. Uh, you can solve all your other problems with Merla Grady, the crystal lady. Oh. She has some great crystal recos. And then if you have any Hollywood needs, Serena Bellissimo last week can sort you out with what it's like to see celebrities in their natural habitats. And remember, celebrities all go to the toilet. Yeah. Happy manifesting. Happy manifesting. Oh, we never talked about the Beyonce Trevor Nelson. I need to listen to it. I'm so excited. I'm on excited. my second go. <laughs> and like, to be honest, I was like, when before the Mary J. Blige one, I was like, I hope it's not a Beyonce one. Why? You love Beyonce. I didn't really know. And I was just kind of getting a bit worried. And I was like, what if it's bad? I don't like it. It's amazing. Well, you love Beyonce? I was just nervous. Because oh, what if it was bad? Like, don't meet your ears. That kind of way. Well, just in case it was like a bad two hour mix. And it was a bit like, meh. No, it's amazing. And he's so many old. I didn't realise how much he's interviewed her over the years. I love the way he puts the thing like when he was talking so kindly about Mary J and in Dublin Destiny Children in Dublin yeah they don't really reference it but that's why he was there and he was like hooping up the crowd and he he gave them a suggestion to go to um, to play at Notting Hill Carnival Destiny Child at Notting Hill Carnival 15 years ago can you go and it was his idea and he was like can you imagine me Notting Hill Sansa rum and coke in my hand and I'm introducing these three ladies and he's like, give it up for Kelly. And they're like, Kelly, Michelle, Michelle, Beyonce. 15 years ago isn't that long ago. I know, maybe 20. That's but still not that long ago. Not that long ago. 2002. So it's great. If you haven't listened to that, go and listen to Trevor Nelson, Killing It. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at self underscore lions, at Clazy Cabana. All in the show notes. Everything is there. Go read it. All right. Happy listening and happy manifesting. One, one, one. Wishing you a big wish. Tickle bips. Cheerio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.